What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger Tips number 483 here on Wednesday, September 27th. Uh, let's get started here. We'll uh, jump right into it with, of course, the impeachment inquiry that will now have a hearing tomorrow. Um, the the hearing, I don't know what time, oh, 10 a.m. Mr. Producer's mm. on the ball, has got it here. Um, 10 a.m. tomorrow. And the witnesses are going to include Bruce Dubinsky, the founder of Dubinsky Consulting and a forensic accountant, Eileen O'Connor, who formerly served as the assistant attorney general in the DOJ's tax division, and Professor Jonathan Turley of GW Law School. Of course, everyone's familiar with Professor Turley, and he's on Fox News. Losing my voice a little bit today from the game. Long weekend, great weekend, but oh, wasn't uh, it wasn't from all the looting that you were. Uh... It was it wasn't in Philly. It was in Florida. <laughs> we're gonna talk I'm about the kidding. looting later I'm just on. Kidding. Great time down in the free state of Florida. Yeah, uh, back in shithole DC. Um, so, what what are your thoughts on the hearing? Uh, you think that there's gonna be anything good that comes out of it? You think we're gonna get anything new, or it's just gonna be all the same? You know, I think we will get some interesting sound bites. I think mm-hmm. we will get some legal analysis from Mr. Turley mm-hmm. who has been on the ball about this and basically who I, I'm pretty sure he's going to give many a remark regarding how this is a legitimate inquiry right, right. and it's going to drive the left insane even though Turley's actually not a conservative mm-hmm. but um, he's just not a raging yeah, lib yeah he's not a raging lib he's just fair and fucking yeah. not follows the rule of law I, I think um, you know having some I mean they're not like top top DOJ people but like an assistant attorney general is not necessarily in, in, in the tax division is not necessarily like some like janitor or custodian that's actually a, a semi-important position I think she can give us some insight yeah, well, the question is... It depends that, on the questions, though. and it depends on how House Democrats react. I think they might just say there's no evidence. They're just going to repeat the no evidence line like over mm-hmm. and over again, even though she might... Some, someone's going to deliver some sort of damning, I believe, a damning observation about the whole thing, especially in light of the wire transfers, which I'm, I'm sure we'll go into later. But Yeah, and you know? so I guess this Eileen O'Connor... Oh, interesting. So she was a Bush appointee. Yeah. W. Yeah. Um... She's basically the career public servant, though. You know these people. Yeah, yeah. You know she mean? was there for a long time. Yeah, That's going to be interesting. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. But I know what you're Like, is it going to lead to something? I hope so. But we we'll have see. We have this government <laughs> shutdown looming, and, you know, it's just... Uh, we're we'll, gonna, we'll yeah, we're going to get into the government <clears throat> you know, we'll, shutdown. We'll see. Yeah, I we'll think see. that the impeachment hearing might be more exciting tomorrow than the debate's going to be tonight. Um, yeah, I don't think sure. I've ever seen less buzz around a presidential debate than there is tonight. And oh, man, it's dead. Yeah, we're yeah. going to talk more about 2024. Yeah. Um, the government shutdown is looming. Yep. And, uh, you know, my, my opinion's always been shut the fuck down. Um, very interesting to see how the political landscape is changing here, though, uh, because before you had McCarthy willing to sell us all out, and then... He got the message from the hardliners, yeah, that's not going to fucking happen. He also got the message from the base, we will not accept that happening. And now he's essentially totally flipped, and it's now Mitch McConnell, who doesn't know where he is 95% of the time, in the Senate trying to negotiate with Democrats to pass a continuing resolution. 
And last night, the Senate voted 77 to 19 to advance a short-term funding bill. Uh, Mike Lee says they didn't even get the bill in enough time to read it before voting. Um, and sadly enough, uh, tw- what is it, 27 or almost 30 Republicans went along with it. Yeah. The Senate Republicans who voted no, I want to give them a shout out for actually holding the line here. Uh, Blackburn, Braun, Britt, which is surprising because she's an establishment rhino. Uh, Ted Budd in North Carolina, Cruz, Danes, Deb Fisher in Nebraska. That's, that's interesting. Uh, Bill Haggerty, Josh Hawley, Ron Johnson, Mike Lee, uh, Cynthia Lummis, Roger Marshall. That's also surprising. Uh, Rand Paul, Pete Ricketts, Eric Schmidt, Rick Scott, Tommy Tuberville, and uh, J.D. Vance. I'd say 90% of that list is as expected. Yeah. The only, you know, we've always said what there's maybe 10 to 13 actual conservatives in the Senate. Yeah. And that's, they're all on that list. Yeah. Um, so that we'll is see. shocking that Katie Britt was on there. Yeah, interesting, right? There's a couple yeah, interesting yeah, names. Yeah, there. yeah, there's some good Well, yeah. but they realize, even, even the rhinos realize, the spending is out of control. Yeah. We have to do something about this. We can't just keep punting this down the road. Did, did you know, and you know, I, I always follow the finance ship. Mm-hmm. A good almost third of our debt is about to mature over the next 18 months. Oh. And what that means is that. In order to keep the debt on the balance sheet, they're going to need to now take this debt that had previously been at 2% interest rates and roll it over into our now 6 to 7% prime rate. So, now, by the end of our, our debt uh, maturing in the next 18 months, our interest payments will go yearly from being $400 billion which is already an absurd number, yeah. to $1.2 trillion, oh. which will be almost 25% of the entire federal budget will be paying on debt. Great. So how can you not look at this fiscal cliff? And that also plays into the, you know, you know what gets me really riled up about Trump saying, oh, no, 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 we can't touch anything about Social Security or Medicare or Medicaid, in which the only way out of this mess is to touch it. Yeah. Okay. Um. That's one of my biggest gripes with the yeah. former president. They, we are heading towards... You remember back in the day Greece? when Greece yeah. had their fiscal crisis? Yeah. That's what we're heading towards. In Portugal? And um, guess what? There's no one that could bail us out. No. There will be no bailout like they got from the EU. No. We will be fucked. And there will be a credit event that will destroy trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of wealth from this country. And people will be poor. And you know how the left always loves to say people will die. Well, in this case, people will die. Yeah. Because did you know that for actually every percent the unemployment rate goes up, there's something like uh, 20,000 excess deaths or something like that? Yeah, something like that. So, you know, it it is a looming crisis. Also, Kevin O'Leary today. Oh, Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful. Yeah, Mr. Wonderful. He Let's all say a prayer for all the money that's been lost. He's sounding the alarm. And he yeah. said this morning um, that what he's seeing happen in the commercial real estate market, which is, of course, something that I've been warning about yeah. for who knows how long now. Uh, what he's seeing in the commercial real estate market is going to devastate the U.S. economy and the global economy as well. Uh, and 
banks will fail because of it because some of them have over 40% holdings in it. Yep. Another thing, which I've been saying. Yeah. So now you have some really, really, really rich people, some really smart people saying these things. These are not just conspiracy theories. These are things that are going to happen. Yeah. And they've had and and they and it's starting to happen. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean the, oh, yeah. the the company that that held um, the loans for the uh, the big shopping center in San Francisco, mm-hmm. they showed no confidence that the city's going to come back. So they they went through a, a strategic foreclosure because they had like what mm-hmm. like six hundred million dollars. Uh, you know, on the, they got it off their books, gave it back to the bank. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna that's gonna snowball. I know the right move is to turn all these places into like apartments, but that takes time. It's not going fast enough. Yeah, I, I believe. So, um, hold on to your butts. Well, you know, and, it's gonna be like see, we're gonna need tarp again. You know, this, there's tarp. also there's also <clears throat> stuff happening here uh, in China too, because if you look at uh, Evergrande which is China's largest real estate corporation, yeah. which is an arm of the CCP, essentially. Yeah. Their debt restructuring was postponed. So if they can't roll their debt forward, they're finished, totally illiquid. I mean, their stock has gone from trading as high as $25 to $0.32 cents now. And they own hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars of real estate in China. I mean, this is going to be a global <clears throat> financial crisis again yeah. You have the, the the residential real estate market is beginning to essentially freeze because anybody who has inventory is not trying to sell it because they want to keep their lower mortgage rate. They don't want to move. You know, did you know that the, the cost to purchase a $400,000 home, I think it is, mm. went from a mortgage of 1800 now to 3300 I think it is. So, you know, it, it, I love how the Biden administration just says, oh, this is the best economy ever. Yeah. I'm like, I really think you need to stop yeah. saying that. It's <laughs> held up by toothpicks. Uh, yeah. 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 Very, very concerned about that. The, the stock market's starting to correct down. Um, and, of course, a government shutdown is probably going to accelerate that, too. Um, but those are temporary, you know, <laughs> to use one of their favorite phrases. Transition. Transitory. Transitory, yeah. yeah. Those are what's actually transitory. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Remember inflation? Yeah. It's yeah. transitory. 18 mm-hmm. months later. Mm-hmm. Well, it's permanent. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is that a sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle from McDonald's, yeah. which used to be three twenty nine, is now six oh nine. Yeah. So you tell me how much percentage that is. 80%? I mean, this is ridiculous. Uh, but... If we don't get our spending under control, the country's just going to be finished. Like, you can't go on like this. No. Uh, we're running, you know, consistently $1.5 to $2 trillion deficits every single year. Eventually, the chickens come home to roost. And it's very true, you know, th- what what people like um, Byron Donald said mm-hmm. when he said, there's no money for Ukraine. Yeah, there is. Like, we need to be looking at removing things from our budget and stop wasting money. New reports came out just last week of what we're paying for in Ukraine. Do you want to pay for their entire firefighting force? Well, and subsidizing and we're, their we're farms. Also, we're also going to and, rebuild their energy infrastructure. Yeah, and it's ba- it's it's, it's nation building without the without the the troop footprint there, but it's still the same shit. Not to mention, we get nothing. Yeah, we get nothing. 
out of that. Meanwhile, Zelensky can wine and dine with the world's finest. Yeah. Because we already pr- said to him that all the aid packages won't be impacted by the government shutdown. Yeah, if which it is happens. crazy. So he's able to go well, here. Well, he's, well. he's able to go to Canada. I will correct one thing. I will correct one thing about that. Is that existing payments from the Pentagon for specifically weapons yeah. we're buying for them yeah. won't be impacted. But that doesn't mean that Biden can just pen stroke authorize an additional twenty four billion, which is yeah, what the request yeah. is before Congress. And and that that request has turned into a huge sticking point yeah. in it this has. entire negotiation. It it and it, as it should. Yeah. And I think that, you know, uh, to jump ahead a bit, I think that a huge part of this debate tonight needs to be on the basis of the Ukraine issue. Because, you know, a couple times it got glossed over last time, right? It, it did, it did. But you get people like Neocon Nikki out there Who's like, oh, well, there's no reason we can't take care of our things at home and do all this shit in Ukraine. Yeah. Well, Mike actually... Pen- Mike Pence is the same thing. Oh, same he's the same thing, He's yeah. the same way. And, like, actually, well, we're not. Yeah. I mean, have you seen our country? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I'd much rather take that $24 billion that they're asking for for yeah. Ukraine and maybe, I don't know... Uh, Infrastructure? Build some roads. Yeah. Or, I would even say put it in the S chip, you know, helping sick kids get health care or something like that. Yeah, I know that's. Or, a, I, I mean, I know that's. Or a building, uh, building yeah. a chip foundry. Yeah. For when we run out of fucking computer chips, when China yeah. takes over Taiwan, veterans but, benefits something, anything could be. We, yeah. we, we could probably list a hundred things where twenty four billion mm-hmm, could probably be better. Mm-hmm. Jailing the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> After you know school lunches, something. Yeah, this, not Michelle Obama's bullshit school. Well, yeah, like she, actual, she, actual food. You know, she ruined kids. that forever. Yeah. Uh, well, he he, he ruined that yeah, forever. He, yeah. Um, her in her goddamn garden. But yeah, so we'll see. Uh, interesting poll on the shutdown though shows that uh, Democrats are more likely to blame Democrats and Joe Biden by almost fifteen points or twenty points than the thirty four percent who would blame Republicans in Congress. Yeah. I found that very interesting because usually we always get blamed, yeah. no matter what. Like, you know how that There's goes. There's still not a lot of room to maneuver, though. Sure. All it takes is one bad week of one of our folks who are a little more intense to go off the rails about something, and then we're dead even or we're losing that. You know, it, it takes consistent maintenance on the messaging front mm-hmm. in these fights. And I still don't trust our bench to... Uh, Sure. To to roll with it efficiently. Then well, again, Joe, would, Joe Biden's half brain dead, and he and he and he, and his mouthpiece is half retarded. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, in in Korean Great Bond, so maybe mm-hmm. it kind of evens out. But well, I found it quite interesting that Kevin McCarthy now realizes that uh, the Mitch McConnell plan here is a terrible idea. Oh, he's never going to bring that up. Yeah. For a House vote, no so. way. That's very interesting to no me. No way. And I just don't, I mean, I, I, honestly, he can't, and he can't cobble together Democratic votes, otherwise he's going to lose his gavel. I. Oh, yeah, you can't he, do that. Yeah, you can't do that, obviously. I, I, I don't know where we go with this. I don't. I also don't know why we're, why, I mean, we should be focusing, I mean, if the focus is to not shut down the government, why is he focusing on four appropriations bills right now that have nothing to do with that right now? And he's just trying to move it, yeah. uh, move something, I think, maybe. I guess. Um. So... He's gonna bring that up. He's gonna bring up the House's uh, plan to keep the government open on Friday. 
So yeah. 24 hours before things, you know, the lights are turned off. Mm-hmm. Typical DC. I'm well, not gonna... <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I'd love it to shut down. I'm not hopeful it's going to shut down, but I'd love it to shut down. Yeah. Because... You know it's probably, probably last minute thing uh-huh. that gets to... Uni, the Uniparty always wins. Yeah. Um, you know, you see what's going on down at the border. I mean, there's no reason that we shouldn't use the leverage that we have here to get something out of this, right? Yeah. The whole point of running the house is that the house controls the money. Yeah. So why would you not leverage the money to get a couple of little sprinkles of things that we actually need to take care of here, including the outright fucking invasion at our southern border? They're planting flags, man. Oh, yeah. They're planting flags all over the I would have shot them. <laughs> I would have shot them from that Texas DPS boat. You don't plant another flag on our for, yeah. on our soil. Yeah. Uh, these fucking illegals. And, oh, oh, no, they're getting caught in the razor wire. Good. Yeah. Good. Too bad. Maybe, Good. hey, maybe you shouldn't, you know, come to this country illegally and then force your kids mm-hmm. through that razor wire. Yeah, oh, and, or and, have them drown. And I believe uh, maybe... You know, 18 months ago or so, I, I made a comment and someone sent in a, 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 either it was a review or an email that was like, you know, recently Storm said that he would call up the militia and take Minutemen down to the border with guns. Uh, you know, that's totally unreasonable. Well, guess what? I want the Minutemen. We should fucking there. do that right yeah. now. And we should be using deadly force to repel individuals who are invading our country. Why can Ukraine use deadly force to repel an invasion of their country, but we cannot? These aren't women and children. No. These are military-aged men invading our country who have no right to be here. They have no right. Uh, Did you know that CBP said that 98% of the people who are crossing have no legitimate asylum claims? Oh, But because of the Biden administration, they can't deport them. There's no deportation going on. No, there's not. They're all just letting them stay. Well, not only are they letting them stay, they're giving them free food, cell free phone, health care. Cell phones. Cell phones. And a court date, which and, they'll never go to. A court date in 10 years. Yeah. Which will never come. And they're just sending them all over the country, seeding the whole country with illegals. I mean, the, we're, we're well past... We probably now... Remember how they love to trout out that 11 million illegals Oh, that's line? been the same since Barbara Jordan was in Congress. Uh-huh. It's, it's probably closer to 30. No, way more than that. You think it's more than that? Because remember, before the Biden administration crisis began, we, and and through another estimate uh, from, I believe it was FAIR, said that it was more like 25 million, <sighs> right? Well, I think that since Biden has come into office, we have now let in more than the 11 million original estimate. Oh, my God. The The official number... Is more like four to five, mm-hmm. but I think it's more like eleven. So we're probably now talking about maybe close of of upwards forty million illegals in this country. Okay, that's more than ten percent of the population. So basically, California. Yeah, <laughs> it's the population of California. Yeah. So it's uh, it's just totally out of control. We gotta um, find them. One last thing on the shutdown here, which is a a little good uh, segue into. Our next segment, roll that clip, Mr. Producer. You are your record. And our record in this country right now is $33 trillion in debt facing $2 trillion annual deficits. 
We're in so much debt. We're driving up deficits so fast. We are devaluing American money so rapidly that in America today, you can't even bribe Democrat senators with cash alone. You need to bring gold bars to get the job done just so that the bribes hold value. There you had Matt Gates yeah. delivering his anger about the Democrats. Well, let's talk about Bob Menendez because uh, good old... Gold, gold bar Bob? Well, you know what was really funny? So this, this story broke on Friday morning yeah. when I was on my way down to Texas. Or not Texas, to Florida. See, I don't even know what day of the week it is. <laughs> um, I was down on my way down to Florida. And, it, I mean, the indictment is good, right? Like, it's pretty strong. Yeah. Um, but I personally, and I know you would 100% yeah. echo this statement, mm-hmm. I personally, as a New Jersey native, born and raised there, we've known that this guy was a corrupt oh, yeah. scumbag for decades and has been doing things probably way worse than what he has alleged to do in this yeah. indictment. Um, when I interned for the Tom Keene campaign in 06, uh-huh. the first, we had a, the, the op, I mean, Boss Bob. Uh-huh. Everybody knows. Boss Bob Menendez. Everybody knows. And that count. It's also one of the most corrupt counties in, in the state, mm-hmm. hands down. Well, and his son's also a member of Congress now, yeah. by the way. Here's the one thing that really, you know, to put my tinfoil hat on, <laughs> that makes me ask, why now? Why now is the Biden Department of Justice indicting a very high-ranking Democrat? Yeah, if he does a kingmaker on the Hill. One of the kingmakers, yeah. It's because they need plausible deniability and to be able to say oh look we go after our side too yeah right yeah Yeah. that's exactly what it is yep yeah and that way they can take the heat off the bidens yeah because the heat on the bidens is about to really crank up no coincidence they do this the friday before the impeachment hearings begin yeah i I mean come on everything in this town is coordinated yeah and it's no coincidence especially with these people oh yeah, yeah no fucking way and now you have all these Democrat senators. It's almost the entire caucus at this point. I think it will be the entire caucus soon. Yeah. It's at least, it's 29. I laugh because he said he's not going anywhere. I, I know. I, just... <laughs> I also laugh. I mean, it just got the balls on this guy. <laughs> well, well, I also yeah. laugh that he, I think it was maybe, maybe it was Friday afternoon or Saturday. Yeah. He has this yeah. press conference and he's yeah. like, they're just doing this to me because I'm Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone like, is racist. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what a classic Democrat yeah, know, move really. for him to come out there and say that. So, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. I love his his excuse for why he had that much cash was – and this was, a really, this was a really great concocted lie that they came up with from his team over there was that he was withdrawing cash from his savings for many, many years and shoving it into his closet, not in a safe or anything in his house, because he uh, was used to the government confiscating the money uh, when he was growing up. Yeah. And I'm it. like, dude, what? Even John Fetterman. Had some zingers against Bob Menendez, mm-hmm. saying that the only, the only other person who's had this much cash in their house was Tony Soprano. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's tr- like four and stuff. Come on, dude. Like that's yeah. that that was your I need to get the fuck out of town money. Mm-hmm. 
I also love the gold bars. The gold bars thing will never not be funny to me. Like, yeah. I'm like, I, I, before I read the indictment, I'm like, well, who does he think he is? Like a Middle Eastern dictator? I'm like, oh, wait, the Arab Republic of Egypt <laughs> stamped all over him? Figures. Figures. Mm-hmm. Gold bars. This is not like 2013 to 2015 with Sal and Meldrin. Like, you know, we have photos of the gold bars and the cash. Yeah, and yeah. Like that, you know, like... Well, and he also said he was exonerated in that. He wasn't exonerated. It was a hung jury. Yeah, and then yeah, and the yeah, DOJ is yeah. like, "Listen, we're tired, we're tired. Yeah. We'll, we'll just circle back and well, because because you're gonna trip over your own dick again eventually." And he's always are. he's always had a lot of legal issues and legal like been under legal threat and yeah. but this time seems a little bit different. Which is, <clears throat> we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Listen, he got money to. Mm-hmm. For to curry favor with the Arab Republic of Egypt, that I believe there is a massive military package that's mm-hmm. heading to Egypt soon that he signed off on before this stuff broke. So I think they're trying yeah. to stop that. But you know, it's almost as like, you know, when a Ukrainian energy company pays two people uh, <clears throat> named Biden ten million dollars, <laughs> and all of a sudden the prosecutor investigating the company for corruption gets fired. They get mu- they get aid on top of that, and you know they get this legal shield that's like you know Star Wars times twenty. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, yeah. it's it's almost funny how. Yeah. Things go like that, yeah. you know, with these bribes that supposedly there's no evidence for. Well, Menendez was using his bitch whore wife, um, and <laughs> you have the Biden uh, crime syndicate using primarily Hunter Biden. Yeah. And not just Ukraine. Yeah. China, our, yeah. our, our top adversary. Um, Fox News reporting on Tuesday that Hunter Biden received wires originating in Beijing for more than $250,000 from Chinese business partners during the summer of 2019. Wires that listed the Delaware home of Joe Biden as the beneficiary address for the funds. Oh, what's really funny is the initial counterpoint to that. All these lids were saying, oh, that's because Hunter was there because of the pandemic. Hmm. <laughs> nah, not in the summer of 2019. Correct. <laughs> and also, additional counterpoint to that. Yeah. He, that's when he was actually living in California. That's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No it, evidence, though, right? No evidence. No evidence. No that's evidence. what they're going to say. Remember, that's what all they've been saying. There's no evidence against the Bidens. But yeah. um, there was also no evidence against OJ. But yeah. we all know that he killed that No. Bitch. No, he didn't. Well, not the in glo- a court of law. The glove but, didn't fit. He just wrote a book about how he would do it, which happened to mirror exactly what the legal notes said. If I were going to do it. Yeah. Listen, that man is in the Hall of Fame and rushed for over 10,000 yards. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh, this is a good one. Totally fucking did it. Oh, yeah, of course he did it. Uh, Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, Allegedly. Hunter Biden filed another lawsuit. This one is really funny. Do you know about this one? Yeah, about against Rudy Giuliani because he he got the laptop hard drive and Uh embarrassed me and basically, uh, listen, he's a bad, bad man for exposing all my illegal activities. Well, (laughs) he says that it was just a hack. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you, you forgot to pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. um, that bitch whore in Virginia. This is revenge porn. Mm-hmm. No, you uploaded the sex tapes on Chatterbait. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. just trying to... They, they, they're just trying to fight back as best they can. Yeah. Because, yeah. This, you know, that, that sweetheart plea deal got blown up. Mm-hmm. So now it's like... Just do something. Biden's dog also... 
taking part in the crime syndicate. Yeah. Uh, his dog commander bit another Secret Service agent. Um, they might need to, to shoot that dog. I uh, think that dog needs to be... You know, I, it needs to go to dog heaven, you know, like in Marley and Me, give it the needle to make it go to sleepy sleep, and it needs to go... This is like, this is like, it's gonna... It's, this is like the ninth person it's bitten. Was this at the White House? I don't know. I just I just saw that it bit somebody again. Or was this the dog that they sent back to Delaware? Oh, God. The, the 11th known incident. That doesn't look like a nice dog, by the way. It looks mean. Cujo. Mm-hmm. 11 biting incidents. Usually after, like, two, you know, it gets put to sleep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it looks like it was at the White House. Is it? Is that yeah. It was. Yeah. How is this dog still at the White House is what I would like to know. Yeah, I don't know. but I would, like, It's one thing if you send him off to Delaware and, you know, I, I don't know. I would live in abject fear if I was a staffer there. <laughs> yeah, I turn the corner all of a sudden. <laughs> well, you're afraid of golden retrievers. That's not so. true. Actually, I kind of am. <laughs> yeah. Um... Have, uh, this news story is really interesting too. We totally glossed over, mm. although it's re- it's reporting by a news organization that I absolutely hate. Well, it's because it's it's, it's all libs. Well, it's all libs <laughs> and it's all Chinese run, and it makes me very question the veracity of the reporting. But <laughs> if accurate, it is a very a big problem. Um, has the Biden administration been infiltrated by Iranian sleeper agents? It would not shock me. Yeah, well, uh, you can read more about that at townhall.com if you like. I think uh, I think Spencer did some uh, yeah, did. coverage on that. Yeah, that's a good post. Um, not questioning his reporting. He's just reporting on the report. But, yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, here's a good one. Mm-hmm. Fauci met with the CIA. Oh, yeah. Do you want to know a, why? To want to psyop? <laughs> I mean, it was. No, 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 no. No, so he, he, he went over there... To get them to reject the lab leak theory. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So, all of our conspiracy theories coming true. Yeah. What else? Biden administration war on energy continues launching a new attack on fossil fuels. Um, it's basically just a little 200-page uh, circle jerk uh, climate change handbook. Um, proposing strict standards for developing countries... Um, basically meaning that everybody who's poor will never not be poor because you need fossil fuels to yeah, actually be an no. industrial country. Yeah. Um, it's a great leap forward. I'll tell you what, man. They uh, mm. This climate change shit, they are... Oh, it's hardcore, man. It's getting worse and worse it's and probably worse. probably the most aggressive they've been in a generation. Well, they talk about how... <laughs> They talk, and this is a larger discussion for they want to have my voice because you yeah. know how I feel about this. But yeah. they talk about how climate change will kill people, which actually, statistically, the lowest amount of people are dying due to weather and climate disasters at this point mm-hmm. in history. Absolute history, lowest number. Uh, they say that many, many, it's going to kill everybody. You know, what'll actually kill millions, if not tens of millions, perhaps more is their climate change policies yeah by depriving people of energy and industry i mean then it's it's staggering it's staggering um and katie actually wrote if you're a vip member she wrote a great vip column about this a couple weeks ago but the the climate change agenda will kill 
millions. And that's the point. It's a, it's about population reduction. Yes, yes. At its core. Well, so, yeah, and I didn't even get into that like yeah. aspect of it. I mean, but, there's a lot of onion. There's a lot of layers yeah, to this yeah. this fucked up onion. It is, but it, I mean, that's that's the core. It's mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's to get, you know, the population needs needs to, a lot of people need to die. Yep. And it so happens that like a lot of the people that are going to die are like in like third world countries so it's kind of just you know oh for sure it's for sort sure. of uh you know the whole remember how they always bitch about neo-colonialism and mm. bias and all that well they kind of want to kill all the non-white people so no what a shock yeah. that the <laughs> white libs wouldn't want to do that black lives um, matter except when it comes to climate change yeah <clears throat> um yeah. oh this uh, you you wrote yeah, about, this, about so last, it was popping off this. last night yeah yeah well first i was like Man, they're really celebrating the yeah. Phillies clinching the playoffs. Yeah, but it wasn't because it wasn't of that. because of that. I know. Uh, what was going on in Philadelphia? Well, last basically, night? there was a officer involved shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe this part- happened a little bit ago. Yeah, right? it happened a little bit ago. August fourteenth, it happened, and the police officer was initially charged with, I believe, I think murder was one of the charges, mm-hmm. and then uh, Eddie Isaray, I believe that's his name, was shot and killed at a traffic stop. The judge tossed the charges last night. And that's yeah. what caused the city of brotherly love to basically descend into total, you know, mayhem, uh, looting, a little bit of rioting, nothing like the twenty twenty riots, thank God. But it got pretty pretty nasty out there. Oh yeah, well I saw some photos. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple local Philly reporters that I follow uh, were posting, and I mean they were they were hitting it hard. Yeah. They were hitting it hard. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, I mean, I thought, you know, the, the city should have been celebrating. The Phillies had, had clinched a playoff berth. Well, the, first, that's the, what I thought it was. Yeah, the Eagles <laughs> were, are, you know, they're starting 3-0 three, three and oh, uh, for the you know, first consecutive uh, seasons. They've done that since 93. You know, there's there's good things. And then all of a sudden that, that happens. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so total pandemonium. It just leads into the narrative that, like, these cities, they just, they just cannot maintain public safety uh, the cities man they're so out of control i mean it's this is not even on the docket but i'm gonna bring it up did, yeah. you, see, did you see the guy in chicago he was eating a slice of pizza mm-hmm. on the side and then they just came up and they just beat the shit out of him and yeah. then they robbed him yeah oh yeah i mean and it's it's so common now you know it used to be that the violence in cities was gang related yeah or like in north philly you know you know like stay away from there right now right, it's, right. Now it's it, everywhere but in general it wasn't it wasn't ever um, super random, yeah, or just like, or just mean. like acts yeah. of like, yeah. um, you know, not acts of vengeance, acts of like, just hooliganism, just evil, hooliganism, evil, yeah. yeah, evil. These people, these people who go attack random innocents on the street, are evil, yeah, and it's becoming way more prevalent now, yeah. and unfortunately, it's among a certain crowd, and you yeah. all can guess what I'm saying. It is. Um, and that's factually proven. It's not me, you no. know. They've been beating us up for years. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Coming out of this with hammers, I mean, you know. Well, you specifically, yeah. too, because we all know that, yeah. remember, Stop Asian Hate? Yeah. Remember how that disappeared? Yeah, and because the NYPD was like, here here are the, the 40 most uh-huh. recent um, suspects, and they were all of a certain uh, cohort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And it just died. And now, uh, you know, these cities are here. And here's what I, I read something on this over the weekend, and I actually uh, do am a little bit concerned for this. So yeah. we hear all these stories of major retailers closing down, you know, hundreds of stores across the oh, country. We like, have uh, like CVS, how tar- Target, Target's fleeing the cities right now. Yeah, well, Target closed nine, but CVS is set to close hundreds of stores across the country. Oh man. Um, 
so the and they're all in major cities, right? Yeah. We see more and more, you know, things out of San Francisco, Portland, you know, Baltimore, Washington. You know, D.C. just crossed 200 murders. Yeah. It didn't cross 200 murders last year until December 29th. Yep. Three months ahead of schedule. Yep. The most, I think, in 24 years. These these stores are all going to leave these cities, which means that where do you think these criminals now are going to go? To exert their criminal activity. Uh, they're going to go to my CVS. That's where they're going to go. You, well, well, hopefully not ours because we're kind of far from D.C. But uh, You know what I mean. The suburbs. They're going. They're coming. <clears throat> the suburbs. Now, I can tell you a few things that are going to result from that. In places where they go and people own firearms, it's not going to end well for them. But in places where people in the suburbs are forced into being unarmed and yeah. helpless, the police are going to have some trouble with this. So, uh, I I am a little concerned for how that the this, you know, I know we all say like the cities get what they voted for, the stores are abandoning, you know, they're all shitholes, but this kind of behavior could lead to something that will turn into something way worse. Yeah, when these hoodlums and these criminals end up coming into the suburbs and trying to fuck around now of course if they try to fuck around where i am they're gonna find out but i feel bad (laughs) i feel bad for i feel bad for the people who cannot defend themselves yeah like the 65 year old woman who's just going to legman's to get some groceries and Mm -hmm. then gets you know gets sucker punched and beaten and and, and stabbed maybe shot maybe assaulted i'll tell you what on fire god knows what if you live in a state where you're Mm -hmm. allowed to carry a firearm and you know I assume anybody who lives in a state that has that freedom that's listening to this show already does so and already owns a firearm. Yeah. But if you don't, no get, time like the present. Yeah. And get, I don't even get paid to promote guns and ammo. I should. Yeah. They, they should be paying me. Yeah. But buy guns and ammo. The Colonel, Kurt Schlichter, but there's also it. But there's also other things, too. You can get knives, pepper spray. <laughs> you can get brass knuckles. Yeah. You, you know, well, uh, you know but in retractable a, batons. Well, but for example... Tasers? For example, in places where the violence is the worst, yeah. such as D.C. or New York, yeah. you cannot buy pepper spray. No, you can't buy tasers. You gotta use knife hands. Mm-hmm. Just bring a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. seriously, like, use, like, a, like, any sort of hardware. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, people I know have, uh, uh, you know, gone through other sources to get that stuff so that way they mm-hmm. have it in the city. Um, so... Carry a spear for all I care. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do something. This isn't Hawaii. Go, uh, 300. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, so, yeah, I it's mean, only going to get, it's only going to get worse. Really I mean, in a place like California, Newsom signing more gun control into law. Well, he I increased mean, taxes on, mm-hmm. on all the purchases by, like, 11%. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Because law-abiding gun owners are the problem. Yeah. Well, Democrats can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Uh, 2024 election. Okay, so there's some interesting polling out here. And, you know, we can't give, you know, tons and tons of credence to polls. It's still very early. There's a lot of time. You know, Trump in, in many polls has a commanding lead. But then when when you look at some of these polls, there's some interesting data here. You know, I, I think that at this point, unless something drastically changes the trajectory of the race, it's very likely that Trump will be the nominee. Now... You may ask, what are those, you know, race-changing potential things, okay? Because Trump 
won't show up to the debates. Yeah. He's not going to the debate tonight. Nope. You could argue that it is a smart political move, and it probably is a smart political move. I personally think it's a little bitch move. Um, I I think that I, I wish he would show up and at least have the respect for us as primary voters to to make his case. And that comes as someone who has vociferously defended Trump and yeah. supported Trump for many, many years. I I don't really like the But he's going to talk making. to the, you know, the UAW uh, strikers in Detroit right now. Uh, because he's acting as if he already won the, the primary. Right. Which, which, you can argue, he kind of has. But, but you're going to go through the crosstabs, I know. You're he kind of has, but he also kind of has not. Because the fact is... Well, no is, one's voted yet, yeah. The fact is, no one's voted yet, and... Yes, he has a commanding lead. That lead is, you know, maybe 40 points. But that's only because on the non-Trump side, there's 15 fucking people running. Yeah. Because his percentage is really only 55 to 60%. Yeah. So, yeah, he may be up, you know, 60 to, to 15 or 20 over DeSantis, but... 45% of the party doesn't want him to be the choice. Yeah. So if this if this was a straight heads-up race between Trump and DeSantis, it'd be close. But it's not. And that's because you have a bunch of losers running <laughs> on the other side, including people like Vivek the Fake. Uh, I can't, can't wait to... Chat GPT? Oh, my God. I can't wait to see his fucking bullshit tonight again. Um... You know, he actually made his poll numbers might go up after tonight. They didn't last time. I thought they did. No. no. They didn't? Barely. The, oh. only, the, the, th- the only thing, he went up like 2 3%. Oh, whatever. okay. That's not really, never mind. But, I, I thought it was hard. And it's faded back now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason DeSantis is in the center of the stage tonight because he still has that second place. You remember when uh, the Trump uh, online propagandists were saying that Vivek was about to take over? Yes. DeSantis? Yeah, that didn't yes. happen. Didn't what a shock. Um, Vivex, whatever the fuck his name is, his his name or his unfavorables went up big time last time, because and everyone I talked to said he came across as like a slime ball fake, and I'm like, hmm, yeah. <clears throat> who could be saying uh, something like that? I like the 1970s game show host. That's a good one. Yeah, but they wouldn't have let him on TV in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, come on, let's be real. <laughs> um, you know, and then you have after that, I think the third place is uh, Neocon Nikki. Yeah. Uh, who that's the last thing we need. Who's apparently on the short list yeah. for Trump's VP. All these people are in the single digits, by the way. Oh, yeah. There's DeSantis is at like 12. Yeah. And then it's like uh, it's Vivek like at 8. four, three, yeah. Yeah. two. You know, Doug yeah. Burgham bought his way yeah. again. Um, did he make it on? Yeah. He did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I'm kind of shocked. I, yeah. I mean, you, you think, I mean... Not that it's you know yeah. disqualifying, but like I'm sure he had surgery for his. Well, injury. you got you got DeSantis, uh, Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, uh, Tim Scott, Christie, Pence, and Burgum. Yeah, Asa didn't make it. Oh, uh, poor Asa. Hope maybe that means it'll be like 25 minutes shorter. Poor Asa. This bullshit. No, no, probably not. Maybe at least we'll get to hear more relevant people talk. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the poll I was about to talk about. Here's Iowa, right? And, and this is the only thing that could change the race is if DeSantis or someone else... Comes in a strong second? No, I think could win Iowa. Oh. They would have to win. If yeah. Trump wins if Trump wins Iowa and New Hampshire, done. Over. Yeah. Totally over. Yeah. Finished. 
book because we've shut because we've seen what you know the the, the the South Carolina strategy never works. No, 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 no. Definitely, you have, you have too much momentum yeah. going into that state if you win those two. And finals. even and even then, Ted Cruz won Iowa. Let's not forget. Okay? Eh? But I do think that if DeSantis were to win Iowa, it could change the perception, right? Where people would be like, mm, maybe he could do this. Because that's probably the biggest thing that Trump's got going for him right now. It's not that he's fundraising a lot of money, because he's not. It's not that he's out there doing a ton of events, because he's not. Uh, he, the only thing he's got going for him is the uh, perception of invincibility that the race is already his and that he has won. Mm-hmm. Which they spent quite a lot of time building that perception, and they did a pretty decent job of it. I think they've insulted a lot of people along the way, and I don't know that that's really necessarily going to work out for them in the long run. You know me. I am a vote for the nominee no matter what kind of person. Yes. Um, I don't appreciate being called uh, a rhino traitor because I was not initially supporting Trump. But I think that's uh, quite— Bush League. Yeah, quite quite ridiculous. But, you know, it is what it is. But— Twenty okay, so here's the Iowa breakdown. Twenty percent of GOP caucus goers say they're voting only Trump, right? Twenty percent, mm, yeah, not exactly locked up. Thirty-one percent are not even considering Trump, totally not considering him. Forty-eight percent say they're considering Trump and other candidates. Okay, and it's almost a similar breakdown in New Hampshire. Yeah, well, that's so that's you could argue that sixty-eight percent leaning Trump are going to be Trump. Okay, well, you know, but I'm, I mean, I'm not trying. I'm just pointing, yeah, considering, right? Yeah, that's not. That's not. If some, that was, if that was, some in, of this poll language that they use, man, they just fucks. If fucks that was people. in only Trump, yeah, then yeah, but yeah. it's not. They're considering. I, I, I know Trump and other candidates, yeah. right? Because if you look at, <laughs> I would bet though a good share of that forty eight percent in Iowa is going to be for Trump though, wouldn't, wouldn't you? I actually point? wouldn't. No. Because he's barely even. Showing I mean, up I know, Iowa. I know they're oversampling sixty-five and olders, which is throwing off the whole thing, out there. I think that if this was a slam dunk, it'd be flipped around. Flipped around. Okay. 40, no, 40, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. Forty-eight percent would say they're only considering Trump. Yeah, I would say yeah. So. And in the long run, who knows what's going to happen? But I mean, we do have a lot of time until February. There's a well. The voting right. is in January. January. For, oh, it's in January. For Iowa. Oh, for Iowa. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at least I think it is. Yeah. I think it's no, like no, the I second think, or third I, week of I January. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, who it's, knows what's going to happen? Yeah, who knows? But the I, – I just don't like the way that Trump is running this campaign. Me personally. I just – I think that it's very Biden-esque. Hiding in his basement. Not doing anything. Not showing up to the debates. And now we know for sure that Biden's not going to show up to any debate with Trump next year. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I just, I, I don't think it's any way to run for president of the United States. And that's just my opinion. But we'll see what happens. Um, I think that uh, he's not going to show up to any debates. And in the long run, it's going to hurt us altogether that he will have done that. Because now Biden for sure has the whole, well, Trump didn't show up to any of the Republican debates, so I'm not going to show up and debate him. And that's going to work. Mm. That'll work. Believe me, that'll work. Um, so now we have, we're going to have two 80-something-year-old people running for president from their basements. Great. Yeah. Really excites the country. Yeah. Excites me. <laughs> <sighs> um, 
I was going to have a little down ticket discussion here because that's also turning into a fucking shit show. Um, but I'm going to save that because my, okay. my voice is going. Yeah. We'll talk about um, tomorrow. We're going to talk more about Biden and his health tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk more about um, the their, their basement strategy because that's what they're doing now too. Uh, oh, the, the president flew to Michigan from D.C. and went to the picket line... For eight, eight minutes, eight, yeah, and then promptly got on a plane and went to California, where he appeared at a fundraiser for twenty three minutes, and then got back uh, to his hotel to sleep, and then wasn't seen again, and uh, then flew back to Washington D.C. The body double, you mean? Yeah, like that's that. That's not how a president should be behaving. Will no longer take the tall steps onto no. the plane. No, um, has to go through the belly. So there's a lot to talk about. And there. even then, he almost fell down. Um, tonight, the debate, of course. By the time you're listening to this, will probably either be occurring or about to occur. I'm going to um, bed. You, you fucking bitch, you're not. <laughs> um, what do you think? Uh, or what do you think needs to happen tonight? What do you want to see? Any anything interesting you're looking at? Yeah. I know your uh, assigned candidate is Vivek, Vivek the Fake. Vivek yeah. the Fake. I want to see yeah. if he can keep the same energy up. Uh, but I, I really I think Ron DeSantis needs to have another good night. I think he had a good night the first debate. Mm-hmm. Um, but he needs to do a little more to set himself from the from, from the rest. Mm-hmm. You know, like he needs. I think he needs to take on. The persona that he's the front runner within crew, the crop yeah. that is up there tonight, and uh-huh. he needs to act like it, and he needs to dominate. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, listen, you know, I know Trump's forty points ahead, but here we are. It's no, no, no. in this setting, in this showdown, I'm the guy with the most support, mm-hmm. and all y'all can suck it. And I think um, we'll see if he has that that dog in him. Mm-hmm. I think you know Nikki Haley is going to have to be a little more aggressive. Chris Christie's going to be hella aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know him. Mm-hmm. And Mike Pence is going to try, but he just doesn't have that... Uh, doesn't have that personality, I don't think. I think Mike Pence really considered just, just suspending yeah. tonight yeah. if he gets rolled again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Doug Burgum should do that, too. Well, I was almost... I was surprised that Pence made it back on the stage. Um... I think there'll be a few interesting things. I was interested, uh, I was intrigued last time that Christie did not go after DeSantis. Yeah. Uh, I thought for sure he was going to go after DeSantis because that's just Christie's MO in debates. Um, he didn't. He went after uh, ChatGPT Ramaswamy, Chat which, you know, overall Christie didn't have a good night, but his insults against Ramaswamy I did enjoy. Yeah. yeah. That's just because I fucking hate Ramaswamy. Uh, it was not to say anything really positive about Christie. Um, he's like the Manchurian candidate, you know, Ramaswamy. Oh yeah, I mean, you can make the oh, argument yeah. that he's like a Soros acolyte. That's a who's, great who's analogy. Yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't connect. So, you that know, before. it's like he's like you know because we we talked about it with you know with every you know you he's you, the Soros you, point. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, everything he's done. I I, I dare say seventy percent of his initial positions were like Soros funded or yeah. based. Yeah, and now he's like this. It's just it's mm-hmm. just. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah, so... It's like when the Eagles fans are like, um, Taylor Swift has her undercover assignment. And then mm-hmm. and then when she got too into it, they're like, this is not working out. All right, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do wish that uh, DeSantis... 
So it was interesting. Last time I thought DeSantis came out of the gate really well, and then he just kind of faded over the second half. I get that his strategy there was to let, just sit back and let everybody else kind of knife fight. Yeah, because uh, it, it did get intense in that in that period. We kind of stepped back. But, sure. Yeah, but I There's think some haymakers. But... I think also he is at a point where he needs to be intense. Yeah, and make points and you know throw jabs against Biden. Yeah. Um, I thought that there was a lot of things missing from the last debate that should be tackled tonight. I think that the border needs to play a much more prevalent role. I think that China needs to play a much more prevalent role. The corruption of the yeah. Bidens and the overall fecklessness of the Biden administration. Yeah. Well, you just mentioned covered. Joe Biden really wasn't talked about for a good hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Last, last yeah. debate. Ukraine. Just, yeah. Ukraine needs to be covered. Yeah. Um, you know, these questions, you know, I don't know what kind of retards are writing these questions. I would hope that uh, uh, Dana... I think Dana is doing the debate tonight. Yeah, Dana Perino is doing the debate tonight. She, I think, is doing to do a great job. Yeah. I trust her to do a great job. Martha was okay. Yeah. Also, I hate these moderators, how they do this, where any time where it's just getting good... They have to interrupt. They have to interrupt. And shut it down. I'm like, let them fucking knife it out on stage. It's a debate. It's what it's supposed to Did be. Did they talk about woke stuff last time? A little bit. Not too much. Stay. But. I think... We, listen, I, I'm not... This is not... It's because I, you know, I'm for it. Obviously, I'm against it. But that's not. We need to talk about the big issue, bigger issues here. I well, think. I think it's important to intertwine. But well, with they, regards to education and yeah, stuff like that, I yeah. get it. But like, it was. I think last time it was just like a general like, what is what? Remember like, yeah, are, that, are, that like, question was terrible. It was horrible. Also, the question Stop. they asked about climate change last time was ridiculous. Oh my god, so fucking lib. Um, that was from Young America's Foundation. Well, yeah, they fucked that up. Yeah. The f- all right, so we got sleeper agents everywhere. I know, I know. <laughs> so infiltrated. Anything else we missed? Um, I think that's it. I think just just go out there and have fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds I mean, like an under five hundred yeah, team trying to be like geez. finishing the season. Yeah, finishing the season. Um, September stats matter. We'll see. I think I think that uh, I think that DeSantis needs to have a strong night. Um, Otherwise, I'd love to just see some yeah. fireworks go off. You know, the moderator's not interrupted. I mean, oh, they have a stupid uh, yeah. third party in there involved. Oh, it's Stuart Varney tonight, too. He should oh, be in good. Oh, Varno. Varney's good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the third party, though, is the Hispanic bitch from Univision, I think. Uh, or Telemundo, one Telemundo. of those Hispanic networks. I'm sure those are going to be oh, some fair there's questions. There's going to be some immigration yeah. bullshit uh-huh. in there for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it would be great. Actually, hold on. It would be great if. Everyone but everyone attacks Ramaswamy. <laughs> that well, would be nice. <laughs> I think that if the immigration stuff comes up and it's super lib, it's going to give an opportunity for someone like, you know, DeSantis or really even a, quite a few of them. Uh, but DeSantis has the, has the most recent executive experience in tackling it, though. You know? Sure, sure, sure. And he's also, he's also the most hardline on immigration. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because oh, that, yeah. don't let Ramaswamy fool you. He talks good game. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at his immigration ideas, it's they're not good. Not good. Um, we've kind of exposed some of that. Yeah. But um, and DeSantis should, if that happens, he should hit the crease hard and just go. Just go. I love when DeSantis says we're going to use deadly force to defend the border against yeah. the cartels. That really gets me yeah. happy. All if right, he so, doesn't, that would be a mistake. Yeah, 
So we're going to wrap up for today. We will, of course, be back here tomorrow with a full review of all of the impeachment hearing and the debate from tonight. We have full coverage for you at townhall.com of all of that. And if you have any comments, email us triggered at townhall.com. Let us know after the debate what you think. We'll include it on the show tomorrow. Um, And, of course, you know if you enjoy Triggered and want it uncensored, become a Town Hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off. Uh, I'm going to save the rest of my voice and not use my usual spiel, but you know we all love you. Uh, we, we love you all, and we will be back here tomorrow with another episode of Trigger. See you then.